photo. But in all honesty, you do have a voice for podcasting. <laughs> you have a face for podcasting. <laughs> so, um, hello, welcome to our podcast. This is uh, me, Joanne Gallagher, and I'm joined by Master Spiritual, Brian Coy. Say hello, Brian. Thanks for the introduction. <laughs> um, so we had a podcast last year, um, and... I was pregnant at the time and we were very new to podcasts and I was sick. I was so sick. You know, I was pretending I was grand, but I was really, really ill. Now I'm going to think back to how grand I am. Um, and then COVID happened and lockdown and all the rest. And I suppose it, it went by the wayside. But I'm kind of glad that that happened because now looking back on them, me personally, anyway, right, Brian, I feel like I've been hiding behind this word mindfulness for the last five years because mindfulness is a buzzword and it's also socially acceptable okay so i basically we want to make this podcast because this is not supposed deemed socially acceptable the name of this podcast is uh, mediumship debunked and it's called that straight up authentically just telling you brian coyle as a medium um he's been tapping on the energies for a long period of time um i'd like to consider myself a baby medium um a baby watch um and basically this podcast is gonna follow brian kind of training me up and and they, they strengthen this connection so it's going to be wild interesting and hopefully he's um share this with your friends share it on social media even if it's just like wait you hear these two mad fuckers um do it because this is how we're going to get awareness out there of what's going on so brian coyle yes medium talk to us about that experience it's kind of it's kind of a secret part of my life that i didn't really want exposed until joanne gallagher cornered me (laughs) and has set her sights over the last year and a half of exposing me to the world Mm. um it's kind of it's a hard thing to it's not something you drop into conversation. It's a hard, hard thing to even to come to terms with now. I'm nearly forty, so it's it's a secret part of my life. Uh, secret no more. No more. I uh, well, the reason why I want to do this, Brian. <clears throat> I've had a reading for me. I've had a couple readings for me. I know how authentic it is. I know that this world can seem not this world the the mediumship world can be about city can be about you know there's a lot of fraudsters out there there's a lot of unauthentic i suppose um people practicing this and i know how genuine what you do is and i suppose it's the world is changing and people are getting more open to this kind of thing and i I would just love what you do to be out there more and that's what's happening and i suppose it's just a debunk some of the maths for people yeah um the 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 world back and maybe 10 years ago was full of probably still is full of like crooks and charlatans and you know fraudsters and you know even if you go on youtube there's a whole pile of videos of people trying to debunk or prove that it's not real right it's very real Mm. um the, the reason I kind of keep it so quiet and don't really talk about it is it always f- almost felt to me like you were like a performance sale. 
and you know and, and there's nothing as horrible as going into somebody's presence and the first thing they're saying to you is can you feel anybody around me <laughs> you know and it's it's not like that you know there's a whole process to get ready to do your reading getting yourself tuned up and you know plus you're dealing with people very vulnerable people and you're dealing with people's grief mm. and I, I like I have never in all my times doing readings I've never ever charged money for it because I don't think you should be charging people for grief mm. but you no, know, like anything in the world people think if there's a way to make money of something they'll do it definitely um so right assuming that people listen to this podcast have absolutely no idea how mediumship works right um how would you explain how i suppose how the energy of it all works um see this is this is one of those things everybody has the ability to do something because i've had it from a young age it's kind of almost natural to me um, basically if I'm getting ready to do a reading um, I like to find somewhere quiet and just meditate almost try and bring your energy to a higher level you're, you're almost like tuning your radio to a higher frequency because you're looking to pick up things almost like a dog whistle that humans normal people can't hear can't feel um, it leaves you very you're very susceptible to you know feelings thoughts so there's, there's different ways it works you have people who see people who hear and people who just work on feelings. So the most common one for people would just be feelings. You know, I feel like there's a woman here. I feel like there's... Then you get people who can hear. Who can physically go... Um, you know, my name is George or whatever. And they're, they're, you're putting it out there. Then you have kind of what I have where I, I actually see them and hear them. Now, not all the time. You, you, what you're actually dependent on is the energy of the person you're reading right. so if you have somebody who's very closed in and you know, prove to me it's real it's actually very hard to read them right. so you're almost leaving yourself open if you can't get anything from them and i've sat with people and i can get nothing from them because they're so closed in you know you have to be open you have to be willing they they kind of let the you know let your energy out um if you're a believer you know you don't need any evidence if you're a non-believer there's no matter how much evidence you give somebody they'll still not believe so it's it works very much that way depending on the person i'm reading most times it's thoughts and feelings and until they open up and once you get kind of something and they connect and they they kind of their energy opens up then you can bring kind of more in um the the biggest kind of thing at the moment is people think you're a fortune teller and that's you no know, People are coming and asking you about you no know, relationship advice, you know, and you're going that that's that's not what I do, mm. you know, uh, so and so that I swiped right in Tinder is interested in me, and you're going like, <laughs> that Jesus, fuck away off, will you? It's not <laughs> like that, so it, it it does get that that's that's the reason why I choose not to openly do readings for people, because mm. then it's that old performance seal thing, uh, and you kind of put yourself under so much pressure to give somebody something, that's you know you're kind of almost losing your frequency because you're, you're creates like, resistance it's create resi- and it's and it's a very very hard thing to do you, you can read somebody like i could sit and i could read you and i could tell you a million things about you that are true that that i shouldn't know Aye. but if i can't tell you that one thing you're looking for and terrible Aye. then you can go in and you can read somebody and you no know, you can tell them just one thing and if it's the one thing they're after you're the greatest in the world so it's 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 subjective to the person that you're actually reading but 
it's just you're you're putting yourself out there and it's, it's a lot of pressure yeah. human perceptions matter isn't it that's a that's a big big thing you know go, going on what you think you're going to get and what you're going to get are, are completely different and they what, what they don't understand is what, what i'm giving you comes from you no it's not me i'm not like no looking on the TV and going, oh, there's so-and-so looking to see you. you know, <laughs> I, I have to get, everything that I get comes from you. And that's... Uh, so you're, you're a channel for the energy, basically? Almost a channel, yeah. And for, for a long time, it was, you know, I, I went really, really big, big into it, oh, maybe 10 years ago, and, and I wanted to do it, and I wanted to be, and I have been on stage and done it. And then I just got so disillusioned with people. But now we're going to change that again, Brian. We're going to maybe bring your faith back. That's right. I'm supping on my Nero. If you hear any weird supping noises, um, I this is well. That's my intention for this podcast, as they you know debunk it, and you know the spiritual world is changing, in my opinion, and a lot of the old ways are dying away. Yeah. And there's this new wave of um spiritual people coming through, and it's you know um. I suppose strapping back everything that we knew it to be, yeah, because it's beautiful. It is. It's it's connection to source energy. Would you say that the 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 job satisfaction that you get from you know, easing people is is unreal. Like you know, you actually go out on a high. Speaking of that, so um, I have a crystal ball, right, listeners that I got <laughs> here at work and good vibes. Um, and Brian was training me up on how to use it. Um, last week and um, so he was showing me how to like charge up my hands and rubbing my hands over it and all the rest funny they were asking about this at Mindful Mondays and I was like do you know what I like to keep Mindful Mondays quite um, mainstream because a lot of people come to Mindful Mondays for the word mindfulness not even realising where mindfulness can take you so I was like no we'll talk about that in the podcast so Brian was kind of training me up running my hands over the crystal ball um and then I, was, I kept running my hands over it, chatting away to him. He was like, in your third eye, you might see like a reflection under the crystal ball of something. Chatting away. And then the next thing, out of the corner of my eye, over on the other side of the room, I saw one of my spirit guides who I've seen in the past, saw her clearer than I've ever saw her before. And there was actually someone with her. Now that kind of blew my mind. But what blew my mind the most about it was the draining afterwards i felt sick i felt like my face was kind of gray um so basically what i want to say to brian what i want to ask now is how do you care for yourself in times like that how do you protect your energy protection's a big thing i so go tell me uh protection's a big thing for me so uh, you know you can call it whatever you want i say like a prayer okay before i start you know i asked my guides to protect me uh-huh. okay so basically I have two main guides. I have Monday, who's a Zulu warrior, uh, and then I have Ahmed, who's an Indian boy, and you know they're 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 there for different reasons. But you'll actually feel if the energy, if you're with someone who doesn't want to, who who wants to be bonky and doesn't want, you know, prove me wrong, kind of the the, the people that kind of put you off, they they will actually step in, and say this is taking too much out of you and just take everything away. Oh really? Yeah. So they 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 protect you as well. Um. Afterwards, I like to sprinkle cold water on my head and then just brush my body down, brush all the energy away. But it's draining. You be like, really. Do you know what it feels like? You know when you get out of the pool, 
Uh, and you're just drained and you're like hungry and you're cold uh, that's the way it feels after you finish your reading that's why I would never get in the try not to get in the room full of too many people to do it mm. because they're, they're, each person is taking a bit of energy away from you each time and can you obviously if you're doing it in a room right so you're consciously aware that that is what you're doing there and that you're going to give out that energy so you're going to get drained more could you for example walk through like a busy shopping center and that same feeling happened to you it used to at the start whenever there was no when i had no real control over it right but now i've, I've learned to control it and, and i can get in now i've it, it used to be freaky at the start, you know, and this this sounds way weird, but have you ever seen the film The Sixth Sense? Uh-huh. Th- that's kind of the way that it used to be. You'd have been like, uh-huh. I remember walking through Tesco's, and this probably just sounds completely ludicrous. Sorry, we're already and, mad. And like... just standing at, I think, I'm nearly sure it was like at the ice cream button or the freezer, and picking up the freezer and turning around <laughs> and saying something to somebody, and my wife going, Who are you talking to? Uh-huh. And you're like, That's right there, that's right there, not real. So how do you how do you distinguish between who's real and who's not? Or sorry, who's who's of a body and who's of energy? It's kind of weird, you know, the, the people that aren't that are spirits, it almost looks like you know, bad CGA in a film. You know, like they just don't belong there. They almost look like they're drew in there. Because it's, it's like a glitch in the matrix. It's like a glitch in the matrix. Because yeah. that's, a, I suppose, like, effectively you know what, what it is. You know, know the scene in Ghost where he goes under the train? Uh, I've never seen Ghost. I'm weird. Uh, well, for those of you who have seen Ghost, where he goes under the train and there's another ghost on the train, but he stands in the train, it's full of normal people, and this boy looks up, and as he looks up, you're going, oh, that boy is just not Aye. the same as everybody. That, that's, what it, that's what it's like. And I suppose if you weren't as aware of that in your early days, you might have confused it or now you you would know uh, no, no, I can switch it off that's cool hey so it's it's like a muscle mm. that you can make stronger and like get better control over yeah you do it as, as it goes on you get more control over it that's cool oh, I could chat about this for hours do you know what we're going to do um ask send us on questions for next week we're going to record this on a Wednesday. So we haven't actually made a social media page for the podcast yet, but we will get on to that. We just wanted to get recording. We were like, let's do this. Um, so you can send questions to either Brian's social medias or my social medias. So you get Brian on um, Brian Coyle um, on Facebook. Are you still Barisha something right. on Instagram? Barisha yeah. what? 101. Barisha 101 on Instagram. And I'm um, Joanne Gallagher Wellness on Facebook and Instagram. So send us on a question um, and we'll, we'll, get, we'll get Brian to answer it. Try, um, try and answer it. I will answer it as best I can. Um, so Brian, like, having this ability to tap into these energies as strongly as you can do it, you have to be a deep feeling person yeah. in order, you know, for that kinesthetic, but, you know, that feeling. Yeah. How, how how was it, like, growing up with that? That can't have been easy. So, what, the kind of the way I would describe it is you're highly sensitive to everything. Like, do you ever walk into a room and you feel like somebody's had a fight and you feel that heavy energy? Mm. Well, imagine that magnified. And that's, that's the way it was. I mean, my younger years, like, especially growing up, a Catholic family, uh, you know, you, you tried to tell your parents and they just didn't want to know. You know, you're trying to tell them about the man that stands at the bottom of the bed, 
you know, and it's just... But when you're young, you can almost accept it as normal. Once you get into adolescence, it, it just it become crazy. And like, I was very withdrawn as a teenager. I, I think I, I, there's a lot of time I just spent in the house by myself. Well, no wonder if you're seeing boys at the bottom of the bed and your mm. friends are out playing football or whatever, you know, you're going to feel alienated. Mm. Maybe because of society or, you know, what people wanted from you or times when you have um, just not been true to yourself, not been looking after yourself. Does your gift, we'll call it, diminish lately? Um, I wouldn't say it diminishes. Um, it just becomes kind of less active in your life. But, like... Whenever we, whenever I started coming around you at the start, I was telling you about having to build myself back up again. So it's almost like training in a gym. You know, if you if you don't train for a while, the muscles get soft or saggy, and then you have to really build them up again before you can do it. So it's it's not really that the gift diminishes. My ability to kind of bring in the energy, kind of my body almost rejects it at the start. So you have to build up that tolerance again. To to do it to the level that you did before, and that that means you know going from like, like I'm comfortable enough to read one person, but you know as you get stronger and as you get more into it, no maybe you could go to the, reading two people, three people, and their room full of people, but the 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 gift the ability doesn't diminish, but your ability to deal with the energy and to handle the energy diminishes. <coughs> cool. Um, so on this podcast, we're gonna get different guests on people who are willing to talk about this um people because there's more people than i realized oh my god since i've opened myself up this wee but like the conversations that i'm having with people the people that are coming into my life i can't believe all this is going on and, and probably one of the most weirdest things is there's probably people that you've known for a long time see that's mental that and, and they're in your they were in your life at your younger years for a reason Aye, 100%. And I can't, I'm not going to name who any of those people are, even though they've said that they're up for coming on and talking, but I just don't want to out them right now in case they've changed their mind. But uh, as far as I'm aware, I know two people at least that I've known for a long time um, that are from where we're from. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm either willing to talk about it. And one of them's quite like really really well known it's famous kind of like around here it's people you don't expect Aye. because you know it's almost like something to keep hidden because in this town especially it's just it was it's frowned upon well, it was frowned upon well funny you're saying that because I've, I've been doing this whole watch thing that i'm looking on the which scared me at the start because Watches were burned at the stake. Watches were put on trial in the fifteen hundreds or whatever. And so I've been doing a bit of research, and from what I can see now, um, a lot of what was it? I think there was men as well who were displaying witchcraft, but a a lot of what the truth that I'm finding on it was that these people, women especially, this is why I'm getting well into feminism at the moment too. Women especially were showing the showing this magic i suppose showing which is available to everybody i'm learning it's just you have to do the work you have to do the inner work you have to do your shadow work and then you can tap onto that energy but um people were i suppose frightened of it and um 
so then they were like put on trial and I've been reading a lot about you know people who say things like demonic and yeah. you know all this well the truth that I'm starting to find in it is a lot of people were lying and saying that these demonic things were happening and that wasn't the case at all it was just really powerful women who had stepped into their power men who had stepped into their power who knew their self-worth who knew who they were and I suppose a lot of the time the church wanted to put it down because yeah. there was this fear do you know what I can put all that like I, I said to you last week that it's no surprise that the people who seem to have this high kind of psychic spiritual energy all give off an effeminate energy yes you did say that like, like even though like I work in sport and fighting and all like I would consider my energy very effeminate uh-huh. and that's why I think that the that's kind of more natural to me. I think it's more because you're you're you know you you associate feminine energy with sensitivity, and I think you're just highly sensitive. It's very funny you're saying that because the other two people that I am talking about who are both male, yeah, display quite feminine energy. Yeah, uh, uh, they're very much in tune with that that feminine yeah. within them. And that's probably why the witches were always women. Because that effeminate energy probably is more powerful than, than a masculine energy. Aye. Well, just, I suppose more open to tuning on the different energies. And once you tune on to those different energies, I suppose you can start to manifest your life as you yeah, desire I think it. women tend to have more of a caring energy. Mm. Oh, Jesus, this is good. I'm so glad we've done this. Um, oh, God, I'm excited. As, <laughs> I'll not tell you the term Brian told me or when I said this, but... Basically, we're not going to talk about too much today because we, we want to keep enough for all our weeks. But seriously, this is awesome. If you have any questions, let us know. Um, we're going to get the guests on. If you are someone who taps into these energies, who ha- who knows what we're talking about, get in touch. Maybe we'll get you on, have a chat. Um, I am excited. Um, I think you want to end on, Brian? Um, not really. I'm kind of scared. Don't be scared, Brian. see what Joanne has in store for me. Don't be scared, Brian. We're going to do this together. I've got your back. Okay, let's do it. You and your face for podcasts. (laughs) (laughs) Um, thank you. Um, I like, share, tell your friends. Um, let's get the truth out there. The truth is out there, Brian. Let's get everybody together. If you're interested, if you want to know anything, send us a question, get in touch. Let's start the conversation. Yeah. Let's get this out well, there. Who knows? We might plan big things for the future. Hey, who knows? A mass meditation on the canal basin or something like that. The, <laughs> the haunting of. Ah, uh, he's uh, this, honest to God. He's talking about like going like on, you know, out in the field, out the like pla- known places of energies and like recording there. So, hey, just call me a vet fielding. Is that what you call her? Am I the Derigakora? Let's do it. Right, that's us for today. Um see you next week. Bye Brian. Bye.